present, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is David Furman, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to the programme that prompted John Logie Baird to invent television. <laughs> Two teams are Barry Clyer and Graham Garden. And Kimbrook Taylor and Jonathan Inn. Jonathan Lynn, being the newcomer, is the only one, including myself, who knows the rules. The scoring today will be slightly different as we're now using the international rules as agreed under the Geneva Convention. <laughs> right. And the first game we have is one that's called Last Episode. And this is the one where I uh, ask the teams in order to put the last nail in the coffin of a long-running radio or television series and to close it in one line. We're going to start with you, Graham Garden. And will you put the last line for Washington Behind Closed Doors? And incidentally, that was David Furman who played the, uh, the theme tune. Tim, your, your uh, show is The Two Ronnies. Finish that off. Um, so it's a good night from me and it's a good night from her. Oh, what a giveaway. <laughs> Barry, yours is slightly unnecessary, but I want you to put the final coup de grace to the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> to Angela. Thank you, be dad, be Jesus. And now, <laughs> uh, now the, the German entry coming on the stage, it's Heinz Kreinkraut with the Horst Wessel song. <laughs> and Jonathan Lynn, your one is Enemy at the Door. level pegging so far and now <laughs> where I'm going to ask the teams to think up uh, announcements for late arrivals later on in the program uh, late arrivals at the vets ball vets 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 ball now a game called good news bad news and this is uh, where one team has to announce a piece of good news and the others have to provide the accompanying bad news and we go back and forth uh, between the good news and the bad news until I press the buzzer which is about the best news that you'll hear <laughs> And we're going to start now uh, with you, Graham. Uh, good news, my wife has changed her appearance. The bad news is she's growing a moustache. <laughs> uh, the good news is in our window box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
bad news is she's grown a geranium on her upper lip. <laughs> and the good news, the good news is it won first prize at the Chelsea Club. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll give you the first prize for that. And Graham, oh. we're going to ask you to start again, as you were so brilliant in that last round. Oh, <laughs> I know. Um, the good news is that David Frost has just proposed marriage. Bad news is Princess Margaret has turned him down. <laughs> The uh, good news is Richard Nixon's accepted him on the rebound. <laughs> <laughs> the bad news is Richard doesn't want children. The good news is neither does David. <laughs> the bad news is it's too late anyway. <laughs> I'll press my buzzer again. Okay, Barry, you started off now. We'll go deaf. Yes. The good news is um, it stopped raining. Oh, fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> Where does he get the money enough? Just the way he tells us. <laughs> Do leave the bad news. Bad Sorry, news slapper. is uh, it, it always does just before an earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Uh, the good news is I'm flying out of the country in a minute. The bad news is the earthquake is going to be at Heathrow Airport. <laughs> uh, never mind all that. The, <laughs> the good news is uh, Freddie Laker has introduced uh, cheap flights to Australia. The bad news is Freddie Laker has also introduced cheap flights from Australia. <laughs> He's settling in well. <laughs> Too well. <laughs> the good news is that Nicholas Parsons is retiring. <laughs> the bad news is he's going into show business. <laughs> good news, there's a human cannonball. <laughs> bad news, he's just been fired. That's him. bad I won't news. Won't hear, <laughs> hear a word against him. I think the best thing, teams, is for you to tell me when you want to stop. <laughs> we beg we you want to stop. We want to stop. We want to stop. Because ever since that crack about Princess Margaret, we've been off the air anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the Princess Margaret. No, no. no. God bless her. And Thank we you. go on to the round which we called Sound Charade. And I want your attention. This is so complicated. Because what happens is that I'm going to ask uh, one team to make noises and the other team has to guess what those noises mean. And the audience is let into the secret by our secret voice and the audience in the studio has a blackboard. We used to have a special kind of uh, electronic machine here, but uh, times are hard. And uh, <laughs> they'll be told what the answer is on that. Uh, it'll either be a play, a book, a film or whatever. I'm going to start with you, Tim and Jonathan, and we'd like to know whether it's a film or a book or... <laughs> TV or what? Uh, well, it's a film as far as I know. I don't know if there is a book of it. There's well, no, there, there, there is, there is but it would be a follow-up book. Okay. Um, I would imagine. And for you listening at home, here it is. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I'm sorry, we weren't listening. What was that? It's a... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, we, 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 we weren't talking. Oh. <laughs> right. Fifteen all. <laughs> right, if you'll tell them how many words, please, Tim. <laughs> 
I think it's six. Six. Yes. Six. six. And it's a film. Yes. Yes. Mainly. <coughs> right, let's have your charade. Oh, that was a near thing. Of course. So was that. Oh, so was that. <laughs> <laughs> Three flew over the cuckoo's nest. <laughs> <laughs> Seagulls over Sorrento. <laughs> Poor old Sorrento. Sorry, George Seagull. Um, <laughs> and Albert uh, Ross. Uh, <laughs> and Albert Ross. Uh, yes. Sorry. Time's up. Uh, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. Uh, six words. No. I, I know what it is. It was Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. <laughs> and Graham and Barry, you, you're going to do another one now. And this one, uh, I happen to know, is a film. And for you listening at home, this is what it is. The Cane Mutiny. And a book, wasn't it? And a book as well. There's a book, yes. The play was called Something Different. Might have been a TV too, I mean. And it was also a takeaway called... Chinese meal. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How many letters? Can we film. just have a recap? How many letters? How oh. many words? <laughs> <laughs> we don't get any mail it's on this program. <laughs> How many film. words, Barry? A film based on a play based on a book? Yes. And the play was called something different? The play was called something different, just to help you. How many words? <laughs> Three. Three. Including what, Whatever an Lola wants. Pardon? No. Just oh. turn, turn. <laughs> Okay, let's have your... Uh, yeah. Sure. Trying to do an anonymous yeah, winner. Now I'm going to give all of you six of the best. You're not caning me, no, sir. No, don't come near me with that cane. I'll have none of that cane, sir. You no. have a mutiny on your head. <laughs> Whatever you do, do not cane us mutineers. We mutineers say no more cane. <laughs> cane mutiny. <laughs> mutiny on the bounty. <laughs> nearly. Nearly. Oh, so nearly. Raising cane. No. Cain and Abel. Uh, sugar. You're uh, getting near. Um, sugar, sugar, Cain. Think of Cain and mutiny. <laughs> but don't get misled. <laughs> uh, the mutinous Cain. Uh, the mutineers Cain. Can we, can we hear it again? <laughs> no. Oh. I think we have to give up on this, don't you, Tim? Um, do it again, Paul. How many words was it? Three. Three. It's obviously not the cane mutiny, otherwise... Would you like to do it again? Do it again, Paul. <laughs> Barry and Graham, do it again, Paul. <laughs> They're a little bit slow. Hello, Graham. <laughs> Hello, Barry Opie. Nice to see you. Well, I'm certainly not going to cut any more of this sugar-bearing crop. <laughs> cane mutiny? Yes! Oh. Well, why didn't you do it in the first place? <laughs> You can't win them all. Sorry, I thought well, you said school for scandal. Sorry. <laughs> that round leaves uh, Graham and Barry it. struggling a bit, but it's early days yet. <laughs> they all say that, sir. I don't believe that. I don't mind what you believe. We're going on to the next round. <laughs> and it's that old favourite, Mornington Crescent. Oh. Teams, oh, the wild... Oh, thank goodness. Listen, teams, the wild letter is M. M? Oh, great. M. M for Mornington Crescent or... M. Oh. No, M generally. Uh, who's starting? Sorry, help Oh, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to start? Jonathan, start oh. this one. Gloucester Walk. Ooh. Euston Road. Uh, Crickle Broadway. Crickle? 
Cricklewood. Oh, wood. There's no M there. Oxford Street. Pardon? Oxford Street. Now you think about it. <laughs> Oxford Street. I know what you're. I know Pall what Mall. you're thinking there. Oxford Circus. Pall Mall. Lavender Hill. Okay. Um, the Mall. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, you know. Stop Morning it. Stop drive. It. Uh, ah! Primrose Hill. Uh. <laughs> Deansgate, Manchester. Mornington Crescent. Yes. Yes, uh, Barry. Yeah. Is that actually... I suppose it is fair, yeah. Well, there's no a tense biggest. moment in the middle of that game, but uh, Barry won that one. And we come to the uh, section which is called Blues. This is where one of the teams gives the opposite team uh, a topic for a blues. I want you to start singing the blues, Barry and Graham. <laughs> Will you give them a topic, please, Tim and Jonathan? Yes. The Psychiatrist Couch Blues. <laughs> the Psychiatrist Couch Blues. Thinking I was a dog. Ouch. <laughs> I said, ouch, man, you hear me say, ouch, then, ouch, ouch. So I rushed off to the psychiatrist. Right away with great dispatch, cause I ain't no slouch. With the greatest dispatch. With the greatest dispatch. With the greatest dispatch. You ain't no slouch. Ain't no slouch. Get up on my couch, said the psychiatrist. I said, I ain't allowed upon the couch. <laughs> I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Too glossy. Okay, so Barry and Graham, give, give a topic now for Tim and Jonathan. Broadcasting Parliament. Excellent. Broadcast. <laughs> well, I woke up this morning. Ah, yes, you did. Listen to the broadcasting of Parliament on the BBC. Quite right, too, sir. Oh, yeah. Woo! They were shouting about education. Woo! And whether or not it should be free. It should be free, brother. It should be free. It should be free. They had to adjourn the debate. <laughs> when their mummies and daddies came to take them home for tea. Well, Barry and Graham win that round, judging from the applause of yes, the audience. Yes. And I think uh, we should have so some true. applause for David Furman. Only man now transpires that David Furman has won that round. He got more applause than either of you. Right. Now, teams, this is where I ask you to uh, announce your late arrivals for the Vets Ball. Mm. An open contest. Anyone can start. <laughs> so open. There was a draft. Uh, Will you welcome, please? <laughs> <laughs> if you can bring yourself so Good on faces, no good on names. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Young Cat and their son, Perth Young Cat. <laughs> oh, he didn't stay long. <laughs> if you welcome, please, before 
anybody else brings them in? Mr. and Mrs. Malhusbandry and their daughter Annie Malhusbandry. <laughs> oh, there's Mr. and Mrs. Harriet and their son James. <laughs> <laughs> Clever, that one. Mr. Clever, Mrs. think about it. Mr. and Mrs. Martins and their son Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Bees and their twin sons, Wally Bees and Ray Bees. Oh. <laughs> also from Australasia, Mr. and Mrs. What do you mean, all right? <laughs> Wally Bees? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Guru and their son, Ken Guru. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Nian and their son from Britain, Pommy Ray Nian. <laughs> And his duck, Bill de Platypus. <laughs> and also from Australia, Mr. and Mrs. Matosis and their daughter, Mitzi Matosis. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot to blame the colonies for. And her chum, Anthrax. <laughs> Welcome, please, the widow, Mrs. Claire, this an animal unfit to run. Her daughter, Ida Claire, this animal unfit to run. <laughs> and also Mr. and Mrs. Min deficiency anemia. And their daughter, Vitamin deficiency anemia. And from America, Mr. and Mrs. Ringe. And their son, Cy Ringe. And from Rice Lip, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Potamus. And their dropout son, the hippie Potamus. <laughs> oh, there's George Shearing and his wife, Sheep. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Wobbles and their dog, the Collie Wobbles. <laughs> And here's Mr. and Mrs. Samuel Taylor Coleridge <laughs> and their parrot, Keats. Excellent. From Russia, Mr. and Mrs. Eddiehours and their son, Serge Eddiehours. Oh. oh, there's Ivor Gelding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Station and their son Al. Mr. And Mrs. Russell Terrier and their son Jack. <laughs> oh, I thought he came with me. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> I think this is Mr. Probably... and Mrs. has two humps as opposed to a camel. And their son, the musician, drummer Terry, has two humps. And... <laughs> oh, what? Be upstanding, please. Her Worship the Mayor. <laughs> is that it? I think it's probably the first time since this series started that nobody seems to have scored any marks at all. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen... Eric Heffer? Oh, no. <laughs> Until next time, from all of us, goodbye. Harry Cryer, Graham Garden, Tim Brooke-Taylor and Jonathan Lynn were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton. David Furman setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Geoffrey Perkins. <laughs>